Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 132, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, it's Tuesday, but yes, it is going to be a bit of an unusual Tuesday today. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So yes, Marvin, we missed our quiz last Friday, and so Gary said he would come in today instead. Oh yeah, great. Yeah, I would hate to miss the opportunity to win another point. Well, yes, our giant scoreboard says it is eight all. So, let's see how we do. Oh, but I just realized our jingle won't work now because it's not Friday. Oh, don't worry, Dave. Once again, I have it covered. Jingle, please. What do you remember? And what do you know? Let's find out because it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday. Hi, everyone. Hello, Gary. And thank you for coming in twice this week. No problem, Dave. It's like the old squirrel saying goes. Like a good neighbor, a squirrel is there. Okay, great. Well, I think Marvin and I are ready to do this. Okay. In that case, let's get right to it. Question one from last week's readings. Jehu had an evil queen thrown out of a window. What was that queen's name? And if you need a clue, she was Ahab's wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember her. Yep, yep, I've got that one too. Okay, question two. This might be a hard one. King Ahab wanted a vineyard, but the vineyard owner wouldn't give it or even sell it to him. And so the queen had the vineyard owner killed. But what was the name of that vineyard owner? Ooh, ooh, that is a hard one. Okay, yeah, I I think I've got that one. Yeah, mm, yeah, I I think I've got something close anyway. Okay. And question three. Apart from Jesus, which name is mentioned most often in the Bible? Oh, okay, wow. Uh, Okay, well, yep, I have an answer. Yeah, me too. Okay, then. Let's see how you did. Question one. What was the name of the queen who got thrown out of a window? Uh, That was Jezebel. Yep, yep, I got that too. Good job. That's right. Question two. Who owned the vineyard that Ahab wanted? Hmm, was it? Naboth or or something like that? Yes, that's right. It was Naboth, right? That's right. Okay, question three. Which name after Jesus is mentioned most in the Bible? Well, I went for Moses. Oh, oh, that sounds good, Dave. Yeah, I went for David. You know, probably because I was just looking at your big face. Well, Dave, Moses is mentioned 803 times. Oh, that's a lot. That was a good answer, Dave. Marvin? David is mentioned 971 times. You were right. It is the most mentioned name apart from Jesus. Oh, hooray! Cows rule! Good work, Marvin. Okay, well, yep, that's you nine it up at the halfway stage, but there's still another 26 points up for grabs. Thank you again for coming in, Gary. No problem, Dave. Hey, I'll see you both again on Friday. Bye, Gary. Okay, Marvin. So once you're done amending the scoreboard there, well, let's get to our reading. Now, since we read about the Israelites splitting into two kingdoms, Israel and Judah, we've mostly focused on Israel. 
Jeroboam first who set up the golden calves and then a whole string of kings who came after him who worshipped these golden calves and the god Baal and probably some other false gods as well. And we heard about Elijah and Elisha delivering God's messages to those kings. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now, today we are fast forwarding past a few chapters and a few other kings. And also Elisha dies in there. But we are going to change over to talk a little about Judah today. Now, they have had a string of kings too. And you might say that they were good-ish. They did worship God. They took care of the temple in Jerusalem. But, well, they didn't stop the people worshipping false gods in other places, as well as worshipping God in Jerusalem. Okay, okay, so... Kind of better than Israel, but not fantastic. Right. But, well, today we get to the end of that chain of goodish kings of Judah. And we're going to meet a new king of Judah called Ahaz. Oh, okay, so he was not goodish, huh? Okay, well, who's reading today? Today it's our friend Andy. Oh, hi, Andy. Hi, everyone. Today we're going to look at Second Kings. We're going to look at two readings. The first is going to be chapter 16, verses 1 to 5, and then verses 7 to 16. Ahaz began to rule as king over Judah. It was in the 17th year of that rule of Pekai, the son of Remaliah. Ahaz was the son of Joham. Ahaz was 20 years old when he became king. He ruled in Jerusalem for 16 years. Ahaz didn't do what was right in the eyes of the Lord, his God. He didn't do what King David had done. He followed the ways of the kings of Israel. He even sacrificed his son in the fire to another god. He followed the practices of the nations. The Lord hated those practices. He had driven out those nations to make room for the Israelites. Ahaz offered sacrifices and burned incense at the high places. He also did it on top of the hills and under every green tree. Rezin and Pekah marched up to Jerusalem and surrounded it. Rezin was king of Aram. Pekah, the son of Remali, was king of Israel. They attacked Ahaz, but they couldn't overpower him. And now moving on to verse 7. Ahaz sent messengers to Tiglath-Pileser. He was king of Assyria. The message of Ahaz said, I am your servant. You are my master. Come up and save me from the power of the kings of Aram and Israel. They are attacking me. Ahaz took the silver and gold that were in the Lord's temple. He also took the silver and gold that were among the treasures in the royal palace. He sent all of it as a gift to the king of Assyria. So the king of Assyria did what Ahaz asked him to do. He attacked the city of Damascus and captured it. He sent its people away to Kerr, and he put Rezin to death. Then king Ahaz went to Damascus. He went there to see Tiglath-Pileser, the king of Assyria. Ahaz saw an altar in Damascus. He sent a drawing of it to Uriah the priest. Ahaz also sent him plans for building it. So Uriah the priest built an altar. He followed all the plans the king Ahaz had sent from Damascus. He finished it before Ahaz returned. The king came back from Damascus. When he saw the altar, he approached it. Then he offered sacrifices on it. He offered up his burnt offering and grain offering. He poured out his drink offering. And he splashed the blood of his friendship offerings against the altar. The bronze altar for burnt offerings stood in front of the Lord. It's between the new altar and the Lord's temple. Ahaz took the bronze altar away from the front of the temple. He put it on the north side of the new altar. Then King Ahaz gave orders to Uriah the priest. He said, offer sacrifices on the new large altar. Offer the morning burnt offering and the evening grain offering. Offer my burnt offering and my grain offering. Offer the burnt offering of all the people of the land. Offer their grain offering and their drink offering. 
splash against this altar the blood from all the burnt offerings and sacrifices, but I will use the bronze altar to look for the advice and direction. Uriah, the priest, did just as King Ahaz had ordered. Thanks, Andy. Oh yeah, Dave. He sounds much more like the kings of Israel than those good-ish kings of Judah. Gosh, he even sacrificed his son. He did, and that was a terrible evil. And then, as we heard, he decided he could, well, do what he want in the Lord's temple in Jerusalem. He could move things around, change how things were done, and he puts a copy of an altar to a false god in God's temple. And a few verses after the passage Andy read, it tells us why he did all of that. It says he did it to honor the king of Assyria. Well, yeah, it seemed like Ahaz did not care about God at all, Dave. I know. And imagine using God's holy temple to honor a pagan king, a king who worshipped false gods. Ahaz looked around and thought the most powerful person he could impress was the king of Assyria, Tiglath-Pilazar. And maybe he did impress him. Maybe old Tiglath loved Ahaz's new altar. But Ahaz had forgotten who is really powerful and whose opinion he should really have been caring about. Oh, well, gods, right? That's right. Boys and girls, it's easy for us to think, gosh, Ahaz was so dumb. And yes, he did terrible things. He was the worst of Judah's kings so far. But you know what? Some of those mistakes are easy mistakes to make. It's easy to worry about what people think about us, what other kids at school think, what our friends think, what the people who play on our sports team think. We want people to like us. We want to impress people. And you know, that's not bad. But we always have to remember that what's most important is what God thinks of us. We should care most about what God thinks of who we are and what we're doing, much more than about what anyone else thinks. So today, ask God to help you to remember, no matter who you're with and what they might think about you, that following him is much more important than impressing anyone else. Okay. And Marvin, well, I think we will leave it there for today. So we will say goodbye and we'll be back tomorrow. Okay, great. Yeah, well, we'll see you tomorrow, guys. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.